At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Please welcome your CEO coach. WebmasterRadio.fm presents a show custom-built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. From funding to finances, set up to staffing, the CEO coach will break down the art of business development from the ground up by one of the experts of online business growth, management, and development. Now, here to get you started is your CEO coach, Jillian Musig. And welcome to CEO Coach. My name is Jillian Music. I'm president and co-founder at SEO Moz, and I'm here with my co-host, Nina Price, who plays the push the reset button tell us more about push the reset button (laughs) oh push the reset button is what many people really need to do when they get to be of a certain age and have discovered that what they're doing doesn't work anymore and it doesn't matter what age you are we all get to places in life where what we're doing doesn't work whether it's in our businesses or in our personal lives or in our health So that's where I hang out, and uh, I get to be the interviewer this morning, and I'm excited. We're going to be talking about personal and corporate brands. Absolutely. Shoot away. So, Jillian, in your mind, what's the difference between a personal brand and a corporate brand? Well, a personal brand can be leveraged as one's own corporate brand if you are a sole proprietor or a uh, consultant. Many people begin their businesses as consultants and then grow, adding more employees as time goes on. A personal brand, even if you have a major corporation, is the figurehead that everyone associates with the services being provided. For example, Steve Jobs and Apple at this point are very much intertwined. At the point where Steve Jobs leaves Apple, Apple still has a major corporate brand, but there will be a hit to the corporate brand because the personal brand of Steve Jobs is no longer there. 
Similarly, the brand of uh, Bill Gates and Microsoft were uh, very integrally entwined. And at the time that Bill Gates left, the question was, how will Microsoft move on? But Bill Gates had set up a corporate brand and structure such as that he could extract himself very comfortably and smoothly. The stock took no hit. The corporation moved on. There was a, um, I should say, a positive outlook for things moving on past the Gates era, they called it. However, you could recognize that there were two pieces to the brand. At SEO Moz, we built the corporate brand of Rand Fishkin first until it was a really major uh, player in the field and had to move that brand to the SEO Moz brand. The question, of course, is why do we build the one before building the other? We'll get into that. So when you're self-employed, if you are a one-person band, as many of us are, your brand is is you and it's what you stand for. It's who you help. It's how you help them. It's it's what you do. What What is your company really about? And as a consultant or someone who offers specific service to companies or individuals, people need to know who you are, what you do, and effectively what you stand for, why you do it. You know, what's what's behind why you do what you do? Right. In corporate branding, one says um, we have tenets by which we uh, operate this company and they can be, I don't know, lists of things that you believe in and things like that. <laughs> in a personal brand, your personal ethics are absolutely the standard by which your company operates. There's only one of you. So understanding that many people will go out and network at business networks. They will also, however, go and join churches or synagogues or temples and so on. They will uh, join groups like Rotary Clubs or Kiwanis and things like that. Each one indicates that I am involved in my broader community in different sectors of society. And it says this is who I am, and when you hire me, you get all of these things leveraged as well. It establishes how you're going to do business, how trustworthy you are and what you do, your style of doing business, what you feel is important, and so on. So personal brand is your corporate brand when you're one. So Jillian, you've been a solo entrepreneur mm -hmm. and then have grown your solo consulting firm into a larger firm. Correct. At what point does it quit being your personal brand and more of a corporate brand? The size of the company is not as critical as the size of the reach of the company. In other words, for example, at SEO Moz, we are the world's largest provider of uh, search marketing applications in the world, but we're only 28 people. So you don't need a thousand people to have a corporate brand. You just need to have a very large reach. Um, the reach of the company has to extend beyond the availability of a single person to touch all of these uh, points in which the uh, people know the company. So what we're saying is at the point where your personal brand is no longer recognized as much as the name of your company, you now have a corporate brand. Got it. Okay. And that point is going to vary for different people. Correct. And you also talked about reach, and reach is really crucial um, because these days, solo entrepreneurs can be known around the world. 
thanks to the internet. Correct. Um, again, it's not that someone might not know your name, but they do not. Um, they, they do not think of your services as synonymous with your name. They think of it as synonymous with a business. They recognize that a business process is being performed by a number of people in an organization and that a single person, although they are still at the helm perhaps, and they will dictate things like the ethics and morals of a company as well as its structure and how it performs and so on, is only one piece of the company. For example, everyone in the world probably knows Bill Gates as they do know Microsoft. Now, those are the people, if you know Microsoft, you probably know the name of Gates. If you know Apple, you probably know the name of Steve Jobs. It's unlikely that you would know the one and not the other. And similarly, the name of SEO Moz, in its sphere of influence, almost everyone knows the name of Rand Fishkin. Not quite everyone, which is almost surprising for those of us who have seen the personal brand for such a long time. But the name of Esiomas and, and its uh, originator brand is one thing. They recognize, however, what they're buying is not a single consultant anymore, but Esiomas Services. So how did you go about establishing Rand's brand? Establishing a single brand is actually incredibly easy. I can spin a brand for a single person with both eyes closed and one hand behind my back. It's an easy thing to do. Assuming that you have a person, again, you can't lie about this. It's one of those things with this internet thing, you know? You just can't bull that easily anymore, Bernie Madoff notwithstanding. Um, you can... Uh, you can spin a personal brand by establishing the sector in which that person wants to work in all senses of the word, not just the kind of services you're about to offer and not just the money you wish to charge, but the amount of research that you do individually. Therefore, it's your depth of knowledge, your breadth of knowledge. So again, really, that goes back to the amount of time you're willing to put into your own research so that you really know your stuff. Understanding how you can um, leverage that to get out and speak in your industrial community. So we're talking about vertical sectors. So in your community might mean to go out and speak at the Chamber of Commerce. It also might mean that you speak at the AMA or whatever sector you're going to approach. Um, being a public speaker is the first thing in establishing your personal brand. The second thing is making sure that people understand that you really do know your stuff, not just by the fact that you're speaking, but by the fact that somebody else describes the amount of work that goes into your public presentation. Stay tuned. More on how to build your business on the web with the CEO coach right after this. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Our clients have earned over $1 billion. Now it's your turn. With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money. You can promote any product immediately. No contracts required. Looking for recurring commissions? Upsell products? ClickBank's got them. 
And best of all, you can make up to 75% commissions. Ready to become the next ClickBank success story? Sign up now for free at ClickBank.com. Every affiliate marketer wants to build their own empire. Lavish trips, new cars, fancy threads. You know, be the talk of the town. That's why I found my empire with Empire Media. They work around the clock to customize my campaign. They have the connections, the clout, and the custom offers to monetize my website at every move. My website is measured and monetized to the max thanks to Empire Media. Look up EmpireMedia.com, E-M-P-Y-R-E Media.com, and find out how fulfilling full-service affiliate marketing can be. Empire Media, reign over your competition. CEO Coach, Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Culture and Business Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're back with Jelly and Music, the CEO coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And welcome back to CEO Coach. This is Jillian Music with my co-host, Nina Price. Nina's asking me questions today. We were talking about personal brand and corporate brand. And Nina, I think you asked me a question about building a personal brand, and I gave you two answers so far. One, get out there, do your work, obviously, and do some public speaking in your industry sector. Two, make sure you have a business partner who can vouch for the uh, intensity of the work that you put in or intensity of effort you put in to uh, establishing your credibility in the field. In other words, you know your stuff and somebody else can say so. And now I guess the third piece is the value of your work to your customer. Testimonials there are key. So, Nina, in your sector of work, you do a great deal of personal consulting as well. What do you see as the three things that help to establish your credibility? Well, results. Results speak very loudly. Anytime you achieve value that your clients want, whether it's, in my case, I help them to sleep better or I help them to have less pain or I help them to get over an illness, um, I catalyze that change between what they didn't want and what they do want that's that's where my work has value and people start talking about it that's like, the deal then people start talking about it it's testimonials so word of mouth testimonials as an individual consultant in your local area is your most powerful piece i would say so uh, I think for people starting out, testimonials have huge capital, whether they're online testimonials, you know, people writing something in LinkedIn, uh, recommending you or people, I would say word of mouth is probably the most powerful thing. That makes good sense to me as well. Um, I would say also in a local community, word of mouth works tremendously well. Providing forums in which word of mouth can be leveraged at higher levels I think is also important. For example, in a local area, if you're going to have people who are uh, happy clients speaking about what you do, you'd like them to do it in their own workplace perhaps and spread the news, but you'd also like to do it in a forum where you're trying to get new customers. So bringing them to any of these kind of network meetings makes good sense. And a happy customer would often be willing to do that with you. 
So that's a very small leveraging of it. The second piece, for example, we're on this radio show together, Nina. You're here with me because I saw the value of your work and how it integrated with the growth process of individual um, consultants as they built uh, larger companies and CEOs of mid-sized companies, again, as they build even larger ones in, for example, the search marketing space or other technology spaces. So, again, finding those people who believe in what you do and asking them to leverage your, uh, your expertise is a great way to get those kinds of testimonials going. And, and being clear about what problems you can solve, what pain you can get people out of. You know, makes good sense. You know, who do you want to work with? What can you solve for them? And what results have you gotten? And then being very visible about all of those pieces, I think is just crucial. Okay, that makes good sense. I agree. If you don't have clarity, um, you don't get any results. <laughs> and so just by saying you're good at something uh, doesn't mean other people will believe it. Getting somebody else to say you're good at it is the first step. Getting other people whom you've worked with to give testimonials about your results, which is also another way to say you're good at it, is a second way to do this. And the third piece is to leverage all of these things in forums where it will make a big difference. Don't just shout it out the back door. Make sure it's being said where other potential customers are available and you have clarity about what it is that you are an expert in. So Jillian, you started out, created a personal brand for yourself with your consulting business and then you evolved very consciously, not not by accident at all, but in a very mindful fashion to a corporate brand as your business evolved and you had very specific objectives that you wanted to create as you created your corporate brand for SEO Moz. Yes, actually, it, there was, it was fairly complex. I had a company before SEO Moz. Obviously, SEO Moz didn't exist in 1981. It didn't exist until 2006 in its corporate structure. The, um, the forum itself, the SEOMoz.org website, uh, began in 2003. So I had a company... And it was my personal brand because it was just a consultancy myself. After a while, I hired a few people, but I was, there was no question it was still my personal brand. I had a few people on staff or I would outsource to a few folks. Essentially, if you hired my company, you are hiring me and my expertise to develop a local marketing plan and uh, place advertising for you and so on in a local sector. I saw, served small businesses. So having established that one brand myself, I was able to move the uh, leverage, excuse me, the value of my brand to establish credibility for a second person. And that person at the time was my employee, Rand Fishkin. So moving my personal brand to his personal brand, I didn't have to shut down mine in order to create his. I simply leveraged who I was in order to assist someone else to become, if you will, a member of the group that was a buying public for us. So now I said, I can do all these things and look at this person who can do these new things. This is important. So you actually added services when he joined the business? That's correct. I did traditional marketing, and now we were adding things like building websites and getting your brand onto the Internet. We expected to move to things like uh, creation of banner ads, inline ads, things like that, and we did a little bit of that along the way. 
So we continued to do traditional branding and we did the addition of websites. Market or make visible a personal brand or a previous brand, or maybe you want to evolve a brand as a company gets bigger or changes uh, right. products they offer. Um, how do you how do you shut down or evolve a brand? Okay, so as I was noting with the first company, the company brand was my personal brand. I could leverage my personal brand to establish a secondary one in a fairly small market and then to move it even a little larger. I have this history behind me. I have experience behind me, and I'm saying somebody else is doing a good job. So now we began to build the brand of Rand Fishkin, but we were going to build that much, much larger than I had ever been. Rand, of course, had to do his own work. He had to work very hard, understand his sector, uh, get out there and do his public speaking and so on. I was able to say behind him, this person is very valuable and very worthwhile and so on, but I was not involved, for example, in search marketing. By the time we had gotten there, he had established his viability himself and was asked to speak in a public forum. I was able to help him to do a couple of things, um, and his now wife at the time his lady was able to help him understand um, personal branding from an exterior point of view for example Rand Fishkin is famous for his yellow shoes and the first conference he went to and uh, you can read about this at the SEO Moz website about Rand Fishkin it says what's up with those yellow shoes when he went to his first conference in New York for search engine strategies, he was not a speaker, but he was going to meet people for the first time face-to-face -face, whom he had talked about business processes and search through this blog. So he had established that he knew what he was talking about. He was interesting enough that they thought he should come to join them at a conference, and yet he was an unknown. His wife said, well, wear your yellow shoes. They'll be able to find you and recognize you easily in this mass of people. And that was a stroke of genius understanding how to meld these old icon building uh, factors to create your personal brand is a real killer secret. So listen up. Here's how it goes just before we take our next break. If you uh, take something like those yellow shoes, here's what I said would happen, and it is what happened within 10 minutes of his arriving at the conference. He told people in advance that he would be wearing bright yellow shoes when he got there with his suit. So an unusual mix, obviously. So he walked in, and instead of saying, gee, have you seen that guy, Rand Fishkin, because we wanted to talk to him or we wanted to meet him, or even have you seen that guy, Rand Fish, which was his handle on the web, people were saying, have you seen that guy in the yellow shoes? And it took only a few minutes before we went from, have you seen the guy in the yellow shoes to have you seen the yellow shoes. The yellow shoes itself took off with a life of its own and became a recognizable brand image. It's as if he had created a logo for himself. And that's what you're looking to do. If you know Mikkel de Mib in the search field, for example, coming out of Denmark, he's a guy who's always wearing a bright orange suit. Bright orange, why? He said, it makes me recognizable. People can find me on the conference floor. Same idea with the yellow shoes. Two people have come up with the same concept from different parts of the world and happen to be in the same sector. However it is, you build your personal brand. Something iconic about you will be far more memorable than merely your name. And with that, we'll take a break. 
Stay tuned. More on how to build your business on the web with the CEO coach right after this. What is this? Why is my website not ranking higher? Well, sounds like you could use a link building report from SEOfox.com. What's that? You can't rank without good backlinks. And SEOfox.com's link building report lets you enter domains and compare their backlinks. It gives a detailed report that shows you why each domain ranks where it does, and it reduces the time it takes to find more links. With SEOfox.com's link building report, you can find more links, use their search marketing services to find more links, or better yet, they could even build your own backlinks. So you think you're pretty sly with that SEO Fox link building report. <laughs> sly like a fox. Get your link building report today at seofox.com. That's seofox.com. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with conversioncritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. Hey, Joel Com here, and I want you to hear something. That's my ka button, and it's the universal sound of success. Sounds good, doesn't it? How would you like to hear that ka sound all the time? In my new book, ka How to Run an Online Business That Pays and Pays, I lay out a strategy and a plan for you to create your own online success. Get your copy today at ka and I'll give you a ka button for free. All the details are there at ka That's K-A-C-H-I-N-G book.com. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. Purse Strings, Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're back with Jelly and Music, the CEO coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And welcome back to. CEO Coach with Jillian Music and my co-host, Nina Price. Nina. So Jillian, you've just been talking about icons. And I think icons, logos, visuals are very, very important when you're developing a brand. What's your iconic brand? Interestingly enough, I don't have that. Um, uh, no, I shouldn't say that. Not entirely. I didn't have that when I was in a small local sphere. So long as I kept my business very local, my own face, my own physical being was my brand. People recognized me and within a small sector, it was sufficient. Nowadays, I tend to wear scarves. It just happens to be something I do. And almost always people will say, if it's got a scarf on it, it might be Jillian music. It might be SEO mom. And I would say, Further, so I have a piece that might be my personal brand, but I don't always wear a scarf. Uh, the second thing, though, is this concept of SEO mom. Um, when you have little children, they have a play date that's about you know age one or one and a half or something, and you kind of lose your identity. You don't have a name anymore. You're somebody else's mother or father. 
So when they're about 18, they go off to college and you get your identity back. This is cool. People start looking at your face again and they begin to call you by your own name. Now, I'm being facetious and, and amusing here. I understand it's not entirely that way. And we certainly have lives outside our children. But if your kid gets famous, all bets are off. That's the deal. So you continue to be known by the most famous element about you, even if it's another person. Again, the company, therefore, gets known by its most famous element about it, even if it's a member of its company. Therefore, these personal brand and corporate brands begin to meld themselves. I have a name, SEO Mom, around the web. It's essentially leveraging the larger brand of Rand Fishkin. I was the original brand. He is a much larger brand. Right? His sphere of influence is much larger than mine. So as I travel the world, I don't say I'm going to visit somebody around the world. Rather, SEO Moz is coming to this part of the world. And I am merely a representative of it. And my brand as SEO Mom is Who Are You? I am related to a brand everybody else already knows. I am Rand Fishkin's mom. So here's probably the most important question. So you've created a personal brand for yourself. How do you leverage it to sell your services? Okay. In a very small sector, if you are a, uh, a single consultancy or a small company of, I don't know, 5, 10, 15, even 20 people, and you are at the helm of that company and your sphere of influence, if your touch and your reach is only in a regional sector, in other words, a community, a, a town, or even a series of you know three or four towns, if you will, or even cities, you have sufficient ability to take a single personal brand and sell everything you ever need to for the rest of the days. You don't so much need a corporate brand. It is one and the same thing, even if it doesn't carry your name on the sign. Leveraging it means Letting people understand that you know your stuff, you're established in the industry, you're trustworthy, and again, that's all about things like testimonials, someone else vouching for the fact that you know your stuff and you do all of that kind of work, and yourself getting out there in terms of public speaking, public writing, in other words, blogging not only for yourself, but for other people as well. A blog is nothing more than an article that explains uh, something about your industry and leverages your knowledge. So share it and share it well. And I say again and again and again, if you share, you will get more. I've built a company based on it, and so far so good, right? World's largest brand and whatever it is you do is not a bad sector to be in. So blog for yourself, but blog for other people as well. Get your stuff out into wider circles. Go out and do some public speaking, even if it's a tiny little group in your area. Um, agree to go to other companies and leverage what you know by sharing with them and, uh, you know, your, your uh, knowledge. And, of course, you want to be paid for that sort of thing, but recognize that the first piece is maybe a sale, and then after a while you should be paid for that initial consulting piece as well. But first, give it away until you get very, very good at it and let that piece speak for you. That's how you begin to leverage your personal brand to sell things at a higher level. People recognize that you are an expert in your field only if you let them know that. And that's the sharing of your knowledge in any public forum you can. So, so yeah. I guess ahead. I'm going to ask you one question now. Oh, I get a question? All right. You, you get a question, yes. There are a number of obstacles that we would that would get in our way. 
as we build our personal brand and our corporate brands, because it is an extension of ourselves, in order to establish our value. As we go out there and do public speaking, I know there are people who'd rather have root canal than do public speaking. As we uh, set out to write blogs and give them away to other people, we run into this thing about uh, what's its value to other people? Am I worthy enough? Or uh, maybe it's a sense of not having such abundance. And we run into things like, gee, no, I should be paid for this. There's no way I'm giving this away free. These are some of the obstacles I see. I would ask you, from your point of view, working with folks who are in these positions, CEO and uh, C-level business folks, how do you help them manage these fears or roadblocks? I think the biggest roadblock, well, assuming people don't have fears for a moment, but the biggest roadblock I see is lack of clarity. People are very clear about what they mean, and it means something to them, but it might not mean something to everybody else. Somehow, it's um, it's very hard. We all know what we mean, but it's hard to see other people's perception of what we mean. And very often, um, I play the role of helping people gain clarity, seeing the other person's like- point of view. Would that be like getting your seven seconds down, your elevator pitch? If you really know what you do, you can say in seven or ten seconds what it is you do so that other people understand it. Getting out of that tribal speak. My tribe understands this language, but everybody else doesn't get it. Exactly. But it's it's more than just an elevator pitch. Sometimes it's just the words you use. Sometimes it's, as you said, tribal speak. It's a word no one understands, or it means something to you, but it doesn't mean anything to them. Or they don't even realize they have the problem you're trying to solve. Very often that's the case, too. You uh-huh. know it's a real problem, but they don't even understand they have the problem. So establishing the pain point or the clarity of pain points for your customers can help you to sell it at a much higher level. If Absolutely. You nice, you pay one price. If you think you're desperate for it, you pay quite another price. Yes, exactly. That's a big obstacle, and I see that a lot for people starting out. You know, they can tell you how they'll solve the problem, but they can't share the pain and the value of the solution of getting rid of the pain. And once people get that, as you rightly said, once people get that they really are in this pain and that you can solve it for them, oh, that's fantastic. Got it. Oh, that's a good show. With that, we're going to wrap up CEO Coach today. We're looking forward to hearing from you next week. This is Jillian Music And Nina Price. From CEO Coach. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, 
and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.